0: Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down two cents at 5.24 and three quarters. November soybeans up a quarter cent at 12.85 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down one at 7.22 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat down a half cent at 7.19 and a quarter. December spring wheat up two and a half at 9.18 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like these videos. Help me out. Uh, The more subscriptions I get, the more likes I get, the more YouTube will spread this stuff out, so uh, certainly help me out there. I'm also streaming live on Facebook this morning, so if you're watching on Facebook, I haven't been doing that for a long time, just the last couple weeks, but if you're watching on Facebook, appreciate it. If you need some more info from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com, click on Grain Marketing Plan, guys. Check out this subscription service. I talk about it every day. I really think this is a tremendous value for $49 a month. I send out a ton of information, so give that deal a shot. I'm going to get into the weather here this morning. To start off, pretty light uh, rains over the weekend. And, um, I know that there were still some places that are drying out after those rains we saw last week, but this is the last 72 hours in terms of precipitation. And, you know, these areas of Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, that caught rain. I mean, this is less than half an inch of rain, a quarter inch of rain at best. And and probably a lot of these areas saw nothing. So some of these areas of of the Eastern Corn Belt that caught the rains last week are drying out. Uh, Western areas, uh, should be pretty much wide open and, and pretty dry. You've got a a fairly open harvest window this week I would argue um, most of Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, down into Kentucky, Tennessee, um, further east will be dry. You do have some of these rains that are going to come up as part of this system that will be in Texas and, and Oklahoma, Kansas, into Nebraska, a little bit of western Iowa, a little bit of, um, say, eastern South Dakota. We'll see some rain here over the next seven days, but I would continue to uh, make the argument here that the, the harvest window is, is very much open, very few obstacles in terms of weather. Uh, temperatures are going to run uh, normal. Well above normal for a lot of areas, Um, some areas of Illinois, Iowa, further west, they're going to run 10 to 12 degrees above normal here on average over the next seven days. So we really don't have much of an issue here in regard to uh, harvest weather. Things seem to be pretty much open. Russian wheat prices have risen for 11 consecutive weeks, and, and the U.S. market has done this kind of the same thing. $304 per ton, according to private group ICAR. That would be the highest uh, export price for Russian wheat since 2013, according to the data that, I, that I'm looking at. Uh, U.S. export prices sim- similarly trading at seven to eight-year highs. You had crop issues in the United States, in Canada, in Russia, um, which are all responsible for the surge in prices. Your global stocks to use ratio is going to be the tightest in like five years. Um, in the U.S., we're going to be the tightest in, in seven or eight years. So, you know, we're, we're going along here with with the the situation in regard to, to supply and demand, that sort of deal. The wheat market's been awfully good. At least 20 soybean crush plants in China have idled. Uh, You've probably heard about this story, or you will will hear about it today. Uh, This shouldn't be a big deal, but what happened in China is that they've had this big spike in temperatures. Coal prices have been escalated, and some government... Regulations kicked in regarding industrial power consumption. Um, These are generally not huge plants. Uh, Bungie said that they have responded to the government mandate, but that total production will not be materially different than what they had expected. So maybe something to monitor, but I don't know if it's going to have any big impact here. I think the soybean meal market, uh, the cash market in China has been a little bit stronger off this, but uh, should be a short lived deal. Fund traders remain a big net long in the corn market, and that was uh, the title of today's video that uh, money managers still love corn. Um, this is my fund tracker chart. Um, I send these charts out to my subscribers every Monday morning corn, soybeans, and wheat. And uh, funds are still long, 200,000 contracts of corn, uh, smack dab in the middle of harvest when seasonals are their worst. They haven't been short since August of last year. Uh, it's really pretty phenomenal. You know, you look at this period here from, say, 2014 through mid 2020, and at just about every year, funds would go back and forth, large money managers would go back and forth um, in the market. They'd be short the market for a while, they'd be long the market for a while, and now you've gotten into a different situation where the funds have been long corn uh, exclusively for more than a year and they have not been short during that time frame. This is much more similar to what you saw in this time frame from say 2008 through uh, 2013, where funds were like almost always along the corn market because we were dealing with tighter uh, stocks to use ratios, just a tire, tighter supply and demand situation. And the supply and demand situation that we have now in regard to the United States, at least more closely resembles what we saw in this time frame 2008 through say mid 2013. It does not re- resemble this uh, mid 2014 through mid 2020 timeframe. So uh, very impressive just overall is the action in the corn market that it has been One, I mean, we're above $5 at harvest. The funds are still heavily long. Uh, The way that the market acts in general is phenomenal when you consider the seasonals, um, uh, all that stuff. The fact that we're going to have a pretty darn good crop. I don't know if it's going to be a a record crop in terms of yields, but it's going to be a big crop. USDA will release its grain stocks and small grain summary report on Thursday morning. So your stocks are, uh, this is as of September 1st, and these are essentially our old crop carryout numbers uh, for corn and soybeans. Corn stocks expected at 1.115 billion down sharply from 1.9 billion last year. Soybean stocks expected at 174 million down sharply from 525 last year. Wheat stocks expected at 1.85 billion uh, down from 2.15 last year. So you're looking for uh, sharp drawdowns year over year in regard to corn stocks and soybean stocks and, and still a fairly significant drawdown in regard to wheat stocks. I'll talk more about this the next couple of days. Crude oil approaches multi-year highs this morning. Spot month WTI futures peaked, uh, I think, above $75 overnight. Spot futures briefly hit in that WTI. Uh, 76.98 was the high in July, but they have not traded above 77 since 2014. So you get another uh, day or two like this, and we will be into some seven-year highs in the crude oil market. Global supply constraints being uh, uh, blamed for this. Here's a quote from Goldman Sachs. While we have long held the bullish oil view, the current global, global supply demand deficit is larger than we expected, with the recovery in global demand from the delta impact even faster than above our consensus forecast, and with global supply remaining short of our below consensus forecast. I know that doesn't sound like they're speaking English, but they're essentially uh, saying that demand has been better than expected, the recovery has been better than expected, and uh, demand for oil has been better than expected as a result. We had a Catalan feed report on Friday. I would argue that it's neutral to maybe slightly negative. Uh, the Catalan feed number came in pretty much as expected. The placements number uh, at 102 was a couple percentage points above expectations. Uh, that may be your uh, negative item, if anything. Uh, in the outside markets here this morning, we've got the U.S. dollar just marginally higher. The stock market is mixed. Bonds down a little bit. Precious metals are mixed. Crude oil again up, uh, up about a dollar 02 at 75 even in the November WTI. Everybody have a great Day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.